Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down, don't touch that, stop it. Where's the line? Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Steph. Welcome to Hands Off Parents. Welcome. How's your how's your day or your week or whatever? Whatever. Um, my child has been possessed by something <laughs> that I don't know. Oh. That I've never seen. Maybe my son. I think it's the same thing that's, yeah, possessed him. Yeah. And I, to, the, to this morning, I pounded the table <gasps> twice. Oh I was my like, goodness. I went, pound, pound. You're not listening. And I was like, holy, what? Yeah. How did that, what, where, where did it, where did that come from? Anger? <laughs> Frustration? <laughs> it's like, I said, every night I say to Mike, I am the worst mother. I am so impatient. It's like, and I, and I, of course, didn't want to be a mother who yelled, always going to handle yeah. things positively. Are you yelling yeah. at Jack? Um, this morning we got, we got into like a fight because <laughs> he like a fist fight? didn't want to pee. Then he finally peed and then he got up and ran away. And so I put it in the toilet and he remembered that he didn't do it. Like 10 minutes later, came back and was like, where is my pee? And I was like, actually, it's still in the toilet because I didn't get a chance to flush it because I started making you Cheerios. Uh-huh. And he was livid with me that I dumped it out of the potty into the real toilet. And then he sat down for 30 minutes to try and make himself pee again. Just hysterical sobbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, sometimes you're out of pee. Right. You're just out of it. And he was right. like, mommy, why did you do that? Oh, we've me? had like 24 hour battles what about me on? flushing the toilet. Yeah, like, like, I'm so sorry that I flushed the yes, toilet, your you highness. In there. What yes. is your problem? You're a monster. You're a monster. You're ruining it all. You're ruining it. Anyway, our guests are like, yeah. good. They're good parents. They're probably like, good parents who've <laughs> never yelled at their children. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, well, this all sounds familiar. <laughs> It's so nice to have you guys. Okay, so we have Ingrid and Haley with us. And Ingrid and Haley, well, I know Ingrid for a long, long time. Um, We won't even have to go into all that stuff. Years. Years. Um, But they're here specifically to talk to us about their new business. Um, And you can talk to us about your kids pee in the toilet, too, if you really want to. (laughs) But, okay, so introduce (laughs) yourselves a little bit for our guests and and tell us a little bit about why you're here and who you are. Who are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, who I'm, are you? Uh, who am I? I am Haley Ager. Um, I have two kids, a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And yes, we have the same issue <laughs> of mom. Why did you flush my pee down the potty? Yeah. Right. Like, um, are you are you in epic tantrum land as well? We are. Yeah. Like you have complete. both the sides of the tantrum. Oh like yes. The two tantrum mm-hmm. and the like four nature the, or whatever. And then my two-year-old is just like starting and she is like, you know, throwing herself down on the floor. It's, it's all, it's all there. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. It's terrible. It's so hard. But, um, and then I'm married to my husband, Matthew. And I'm glad you're married to your husband. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and been a physical therapist for five years and met Ingrid. Ingrid actually was my boss. She hired me for oh, my first oh, job. Okay. Yeah, um, so she hired me on, and we've been friends ever since, and kind of worked together on and off, and that's kind of how we met, and then um, I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, so we, shortly after we had worked together, I was kind of thinking about, well, we, I have two children too, mine are a little bit older, so I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, and Haley and I kind of started talking about, wouldn't it be great if we could do workshops for moms just locally, kind of rehab-based workshops? Because 
our beef is kind of, you know, you have a baby, you go in for your six-week checkup, and, you know, the doctor says, how are you doing? You're fine. Okay. Is the baby okay? Are you nursing okay? Do you want to get back on birth control? Everything looks good. You're done. Yeah. I'll see <laughs> you like, in a year. <laughs> right. Again, sometimes. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Like, release you into the wild. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So, and, you know, in our practice, we see these moms who come in a year later or three years later or five years later, and the back pain usually starts after having the baby or during pregnancy, and then it doesn't go away, and you don't really have time to invest in rehab or oh money. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I can't mm-hmm. wait to talk to you about my back pain. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, almost all moms experience it at one point or another. And it's just this thing that we don't really talk about. And, you know, your doctor certainly doesn't talk to you about it. Mm -hmm. And so Haley and I started talking about, okay, well, let's try to develop this rehab program for moms postpartum. They can do it, um, you know, at home, or we can have these workshops. And then that idea kind of expanded to, wouldn't it be great if we could do an online program where they would have the convenience to do it whenever they wanted to? And here we are. We just launched this online. It's called uh, Back After Baby. And um, it's completely online. It gives body mechanics strategies, positioning strategies, a lot of education about um, the rehab process and kind of what to do. And then it has these tailored workouts to each individual based on your limitations and needs. How long Mm -hmm. is each workout? Like, does it vary? It varies. So you'll go through a self-assessment. And based on that self-assessment, this program actually does like a workout playlist for you. Which is really awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. because it's hard. And I was a test, like a guinea pig on it. Um, And it's like you say exactly what's going on with you. And then it like caters towards you, the individual. That's incredible. Does anything like that exist? We haven't found anything that actually really like takes you through an assessment because we mm-hmm. we wanted to structure it like a therapy session. Right. You know, we're not replacing going to physical therapy, but we wanted it to make it really feel like, you know, you're testing my flexibility, my strength, my stability, the things that need to be checked. And then the things that you have, you know, kind of deficits or you're not strong here, there, then that's how it kind of tailors to tailors the program toward what you need. So, cause I like, honestly, I, until I talked to you about it, I would have never even occurred to me. Like you should, maybe you should go to physical therapy. Like that, that feels like it's so like you broke your arm or something right. like, like there's that. An, right. Like there's an injury. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think we think of ourselves as injured. It's like, well, I just had a baby. Of course I'm going to be sore. Yeah. Or of course I'm going to have aches and pains. I'm lifting this, you know, eight pound infant. But I think the the problem is, and where the disconnect is, is people think that it's just going to get better on its own. And that's what doesn't happen. And so we're trying to address those muscle imbalances right away so that um, those imbalances don't lead to back pain later on or pelvic pain or neck pain or shoulder pain, whatever that might be. So what happens if um, you're like somebody who will remain nameless, who (laughs) um, has maybe like not gone to the gym in three and a half years. You How old is my started, kid? Three and a half started. years. Mm-hmm. You just gave it away. Uh, I mean, I mean my friend, um, and oh. like, is I mean, just, your friend just started. like yeah. still, you know, like maybe this morning instead of taking a shower, she just dumped her head into the faucet. I mean, I don't know. Just like I'm thinking maybe, what do you do for these women who, who missed that, that window and like totally have been totally out of shape since their three and a half year old was born three and a half years ago. What do you say to that woman? Yeah. 
it's not too late. No, it really isn't. It's not too late. I mean, basically, our program is designed to kind of look at these muscle imbalances. A lot of times it's, you know, core weakness. You may have certain muscles that are really tight that um, cause your movement to, to change a little bit over time. And so, at, you know, if you continue to, to move differently over time, you're going to have more stress, wear and tear on the muscles, more strain or on the joints, more strain to the muscle. So our really our goal is to hit you at any stage of motherhood. It might be, you know, ideally it's that first year, but that's not always realistic. And we're moms and yeah. we get that too. You know, I mean, I remember for me, it was a year after my second where I even started thinking about working out. Um, and you know, for some women, it might be five years or 10 years or 25, 25 years. Yes. We have a couple of grandmothers that did like our beta test group because they're lifting grandchildren and, and, you know, they didn't, obviously they didn't get anything 40 years ago when their kids were born. And so they've kind of stuck with these movement impairments, these muscle imbalances throughout their life. And now they're lifting grandchildren and experiencing still urinary incontinence, back pain, neck pain, shoulder pain. Is it possible to have like, what's the risk if you don't address these things? Yeah, that's a good question. Because like, I don't, I wouldn't say that I feel pain consciously. Um, right. Or you don't know that, you or are, I don't know. Like you're just used to mm-hmm. it. So, like, what what is the risk for not doing this yeah, work? Like if you're just like, it's fine. I'll just yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot of research that shows like if you don't do something like this, this is going to happen. Right. You know, there's research showing that like 50 percent of women who are pregnant or after pregnancy experience back pain, but there's not a whole lot of research that shows or that is based on kind of like. Uh, a program like this, what will this do for you? And that's, um, there's research that surrounds this about, you know, doing certain things can help. And that's kind of why we did this program. It's like, this is kind of, this is the basis. This is the foundation that all moms need. But what, it's not, oh, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, 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 you're but fine. But it's not like an exercise program. Like, right? Because... There's a zillion of the right, yeah. like, like get, mm-hmm. get yeah. Your How's it body different? Bad. I different. Think, um, I think the difference with this one is that it's more rehab based. So we kind of you pull on our background as physical therapists, and we start with what we call neuromuscular reeducation, and that's just the ability to get a muscle to recruit better or engage better and kind of make that brain muscle connection. Um, And that's what we're starting with. And that's what's so imperative in the first year and in beyond, I think, um, when you're starting a program. So a lot of women go back and they go see their trainers or they go back to the gym or they start running again and they miss that initial neuromuscular recruitment part of it. And so when they go back to those things, they're not engaging those muscles correctly and that's where the breakdown happens. And I will say, you know, like Haley said, there's not a lot of research to say, well, if you don't do something like this, you're this likely to get back pain or some type of injury. But in the 15 years that I've been practicing physical therapy, you can pretty much pinpoint every injury or trace every injury back to body mechanics and posture. Right. It's, it's just, mm-hmm. that's where injury occurs. Yes. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I just sat up straight. Really straight. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? I'm Everybody eating potato chips out of a bag. Yeah. I'm like a slob. I will, I will be now sit up tall. Like yeah. very soon. No. Well, and what happens is as we age, we start to lose flexibility and we start to lose range of motion in our joints. And that's when, you know, 
the breakdown is more likely to happen. But if you're somebody who, you know, had children and never got those core muscles recruiting again, then the, you know, the addition of that lack of stabilization or lack of core strength, in addition to the limited flexibility and the limited range of motion, that can really wreak havoc on your body. Yeah. Um, before you, like we started rolling, we were talking about and the word incontinence. Incontinent. Incontinent. Uh-huh. It's such Incontinent. A, it's such an odd word. I, yeah. I like leakage. Yeah. I think that's a little bit more descriptive. Leakage. Leakage. Yes, leakage. <clears throat> I, actually, I just saw um, an advertisement for, for like, I don't know if they were tampons for leakage. This is like now, God, if you're a man, isn't that just called just like a tampon? Down, but <laughs> I, what I is a tampon for leakage? A tampon. But Brooke Burke is on like a. She's on a, a some she's sup yogi yeah. and like she's like now I don't pee in my pants anymore. I, I know like, I've seen what your work is like not old, but yeah, it's like she's had enough children and, to experience. Yes, leakage. and she's like in ridiculous yeah. shape, mm-hmm. and I was surprised that she would be a sponsor for that because like that's like sort of insinuating that you have this problem. But we were saying like. How many people have this problem? Like you start talking about it and everybody's like hands like hands slowly. Right. Like me too. But it's such a, a, I mean, indication of like what our medical system is like. So yes. there we are treating the symptom instead of treating like the origin of the problem. Right. Right. So the symptom is you pee in your pants. Here's mm-hmm. a pad for it. Right. Or, and the origin right. is you have weak pelvic floor muscles. Yeah. So, so you guys can fix that. <laughs> well, well yeah no, i mean fix is a strong word and, yeah. and like kaylee said in the beginning like we don't want to replace a women's health physical therapist who specializes in pelvic floor therapy we really so want that to, exists that exists. i didn't know that either right. and in france it's standard <gasps> after having a baby yes what uh, france in, with your paris accords uh, and your exactly. pelvic floor addressing oh my gosh. so progressive and how many Jesus. how long you get off after having really? a baby i, don't wanna, I mean I don't the postpartum care in the united yeah. states doesn't really uh, compare <laughs> do we have postpartum? I, know, right? I would say that's the understatement of the year yes. that you just made yes, yes mm-hmm. it's terrible but yeah that's amazing is it like but at what point do you okay so let me try to formulate this question so if you had children three years ago and you feel like, well, this is just the way life is now, at what point would you go to one of those doctors to be like, mm-hmm. this is a serious problem? Like, it's just happening. all You just start walking around peeing on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I think, terrible, <laughs> I think one of the ways is, like, if you cannot contract those muscles. Yeah. Like, so if you have a hard time contracting your pelvic floor muscles, and one of the ways to test this is if you're urinating, you try to stop the flow of urine, that is a way to, you know, that's a way for you to test how well you can contract those muscles. If you don't have that, if you don't have anything and you can't figure out how to get your brain to contract those muscles, then you need to see a pelvic like floor. A real- yeah, right. physical therapist. Now I'm sitting here going, can I do can that? I do I'm like trying to remember. Try. Everybody trying to is doing it right now. now. <laughs> <laughs> and next right time now. someone goes to the bathroom, yes. they're going to be doing this. Yes. 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 Like, make are. a mental <laughs> note. And I think we probably all just did a Kegel. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, Wait a minute. Like, hmm. yes. Yes. So I just did it. floor contraction is called a Kegel, and we that's part of our program. So we do some pelvic floor strengthening as well as other core muscles strengthening. And so how does, so how does the system work? We didn't really talk about like, so it's, it's all online. Mm -hmm. You sign up and like, then what, how does it work? 
So you sign up, and you t- are taken through kind of like um, our welcome video. It also takes you through a video with key concepts, and so that just talks about a lot of the verbiage that we use throughout the program, kind of neutral spine, abdominal bracing, things like that. It just kind of teaches you the basics. It's really short videos. Then we have a three-phase program. It takes you right into your first assessment. So each phase, um, we have three phases, and each phase you have a pre- and a post-assessment, and that's kind of where you get, you know, everything's tested. So you go right into your first assessment, and it takes you through and tests everything, and then it'll formulate kind of based on your answers, which they're all yes or no answers. It kind of formulates your program. It shows you what you need to work on and what you kind of passed out of. So then you just uh, start start your program immediately, and then as you go through the program, you know, we recommend that you do, you know, anywhere from like 10 minutes to 30 minutes if you can we understand like we're moms too like sometimes if you can get 10 minutes in the morning 10 minutes in the afternoon that's the one of the reasons why we wanted you to be able to do it on your phone or an ipad because it's super easy you can just pull it up anywhere do like two or three exercises in the morning two or three exercises in the evening just kind of whatever works for you um Then as you go through, you can master the exercises. So once you're able to do the exercises exactly how we ask you to do them in the videos, um, then you can master that exercise. And once you've mastered um, your exercises, then it's going to take you to the post-assessment. It's going to take you through that same assessment that you did before starting that phase. And then it's going to just kind of reveal like how far show your results on how much progress you've made so you can actually go back and compare your pre and post assessment oh, that's cool yeah so the videos are all instructional it's just like having one of us in you know at home with you we talk to you exactly about what you're supposed to be feeling what you should be contracting what you shouldn't be doing so it's all you know each exercise is its own video right and i think it's like just to say from somebody who looked at the videos and stuff like the word exercise in my brain is like whatever I was going to say Jillian Anderson but that's the <laughs> one from X-Files what is it I know who you're talking about Welch um, uh, Jillian what no the one that was on The Biggest Loser right yeah, yeah. Jillian uh, yeah, yeah I don't know Michaels Mike- Jillian Michaels yes I don't yes. know that sounds right. that but anyway somebody like, google we it. Yeah. we were at, what, like they were at like get out the Stairmaster and like you're sweating right. and like it Fitness. was like can you lift like, your arm above mm-hmm. your head and I was mm-hmm. like uh, of course oh wait no I cannot mm-hmm. like it was like those kind of things where you're like oh shoot I cannot I thought I would naturally assume that I am a pretty like in shape person and then half the stuff I couldn't do I think that first assessment is really eye-opening for a lot of people yeah whether you've had your baby just recently or whether you've had your baby three years ago I mean it's it's really eye-opening I mean I have a friend who has a four and a two-year-old and she was going you know she was back into her exercise routine personal trainer doing kind of her own thing but still like having back pain and issues and she started the program, and she was like, I cannot believe I couldn't do half of the stuff in that pre-assessment. I mean, you know, I just think that we focus on these outward muscles, and, you know, we're all, we're all looking for that green light at that six-week appointment. Like, okay, you can go back to exercise, yeah. but it's like, well, how do how do I navigate <laughs> Is this? Is that how what we're looking this? for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Haley. <laughs> I wish we could swap lives. <laughs> 
I definitely know what you mean. I was very excited to go run again. And then I was like, oh, and I have a good friend, and I will not mention her name because she would punch me in the face, that she like was like, hey, other mom, like, psh, I can't run anymore. And I was like, girl, let me tell you about not running anymore. And um, and she just like plowed through it. And that seems like the wrong approach. Like, I'm just going to force it. I'm going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Cause like the doctor is like, he's like, yeah, do whatever you want to do now. You're mm-hmm. fine with life in general. Right. Um, so I don't know. So how has like the response been? Like, how are you guys finding? Cause you just started this like a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. so, yeah. and then you were on TV. We were, which is an experience, but you know, I think, I think what's really interesting is like anytime we talk about it and we did the women's expo in May and like women, I'm not kidding. They beelined it to our booth, anybody with a stroller or children. And they said, I need this. So women know that this is what they need. It's just about making it convenient and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, getting them to actually follow through. Yeah. And I think that once women start doing this program and they reap the benefits, word of mouth is going to spread and people are going to realize how critical this is after having a baby. Yeah. It's just, it needs to become part of our standard of care and something that every woman is encouraged to do. Well, it's part of a larger issue. It's like, you know, oh, you just had a baby. Like, get it together. Go back to work. Yeah, and like, look good absolutely. now. I mean, it's it's yeah. like systemic. It's like, you know, nobody. It's it. Nobody gets it. Yeah. <laughs> like, women get well, it. Well, and for years, I mean, the the kind of the focus, any kind of physical of physical recovery has been on weight loss, right? Yeah. Like, oh, how do you get back into your skinny yeah. jeans? Yeah. Or right. you know, yeah. how do I lose the weight? And I mean, that's an a, an important component, but it's in my mind, not the most important component. I mean, I think the most important thing is how do we get those pelvic floor muscles and abdominal muscles recruiting again, working again? Yeah. How do we sit in the floor with our kids and play without pain or bathe them or put them on our shoulders or push a stroll, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like all these new positions and movements that our bodies and that we're put into after having kids that we're like, you know, is you there any of that? That's like a great point though. Like, is there any of that that you guys encourage? Like, don't pick your kid up like this. Cause that's bad mm-hmm. for you or, you know, or absolutely use your lift with your legs or whatever they say. That's one of like lift, really great things knees. like about the programs. I mean, we have the resources of the body mechanics, positioning strategies that once you're a member that you get access to all of those things that we recommend has pictures um, showing you how to sleep you know, properly, how to lift properly. Um, so it goes kind of through all of that. And then we teach it through each of the exercises too. So, you know, we're not saying don't get back into your fitness routine, but in doing this program by the end, that phase three is going to kind of kick your butt. You know, it's a, it's a workout and you're going to, you will be sweating, but you're going to be getting more out of those exercises because you're doing them properly. You're engaging the right muscles and then when you go back to doing your fitness routine or your yoga or Pilates or whatever it is, you're getting more out of your workouts right. because of that. Right. So it sounds like a great program. Um, I think everybody needs to go back to baby. Back after baby. That's what mm-hmm. I meant. Back after baby. Mm-hmm. I listened. <laughs> <laughs> back after baby. Um, I'm kind of curious to shift gears a little bit here. We always like to talk to moms on this podcast about balancing um, their career, their professional lives with their mom lives. 
And I'm just curious about, I know personally launching a business is a nightmare um, of stress and constant working. And mm-hmm. how are you guys managing that? And how have you, how have you found it? And this is like another job. Like you guys already have jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We like, both practice physical therapy at least probably close to 30 hours a week. Mm-hmm. So it's a side um, gig. It's a side gig. Yes. But it's something that we're really passionate about. And this was a long time in the making. We started this three and a half years but, ago, mm-hmm. almost yeah. four years ago. So, um, this took a long time and I mean, we put a lot of thought into it and a, a lot of, you know, it's definitely a labor of love. Um, we just, it was something that we were really felt strongly about and we wanted it to be the best that we could make it. And I think it's something that we're prepared to continue to work on and evolve to make it exactly what moms need. Yes. But it hasn't been easy. I mean, no. like time away from our kids mm-hmm. and our families mm-hmm. and our husbands really having to kind of pitch in and, you know, give us the time to do this. I mean, the support of family and friends has been, you know, great, but it has not been easy at all. You know, I don't think people realize time. how it hard and time consuming it is to launch a business. Right. I mean, it's you just get like up and you every hour and then you pick up the kids and then you're doing all of that. And then by the time they get to bed, that's kind of your time that oh, yeah. you have to mm-hmm. sacrifice Eat either mm-hmm. with your family, your husband, or, you know, doing more work. And a lot of times, I mean, I'm exhausted. I'm like ready to go to bed. (laughs) I mean, that's, I find myself at 1230 working, 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 working in the afternoon. Girl, do you know I ain't talking about that too. That too. (laughs) Well, that's the thing though, too, is like a business owner. I think you're, you're one, you're always thinking about it. Always. And two, you always have in the back of your mind, like maybe it's that one little thing that I do that's going to really set me apart or it's going to make the business take off or, you know, sending that one email or talking to that one person or that one Facebook post, who knows, you know, but it's always, it's all the little things and it's just time. I know I miss, I like miss going to work sometimes and then leaving and being able to leave it there because it's not my Mm -hmm. baby and I'm fine leaving it there. Like when it's yours, I can never leave it there. It's just right. a constant, constant, constant thing that you have to address. I mm-hmm. call it like my newborn. It's like mm-hmm. a newborn. Yeah. Um, it's very demanding. Yeah. There's very that demanding. feeling like you yeah. can always be doing something right. more. And like sitting and on the couch watching TV is like, then you're like, oh, I feel guilty that I want to yes. relax. And we've talked about this just last week about like, like what is like self care as mm-hmm. a parent? Mm-hmm. Like what does that even mean? <laughs> right. I haven't watched. Sounds so indulgent. Yeah, it sounds so <laughs> caring for yourself. Oh yeah. my goodness! I haven't watched a TV show just exclusively without also having my laptop out in a year. Ah. Like I, I always am constantly watching something and then also mm-hmm. doing work. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, yeah. I agree. I like to curl or on your up phone in bed. Like, or on yeah. your phone. Yeah, yeah. I'll, see, yeah. Oh, I'll close the laptop and then I'll yeah. be on my phone but, doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just check this one last thing. Yeah, and then you'd miss the whole show. And I and I tell <laughs> myself, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to watch I'm like, oh, yeah. and I I'm constantly. I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I'm constantly berating myself about my phone. You know, I'm like, put the phone down, put the phone down. And I know it drives my husband crazy drives him crazy. I don't even realize I'm doing it. It's just like we're addicted. I I told, Oh my God. Completely. A hundred percent. Yeah. And then let's like the more I tell myself, put it down, then I can't, I can't do it. Well, did I, did we talk about this? I forget who I was talking about this, but there's like a study that came out that like they create them to be addictive. Yes. Like Like that ding that you hear, there's actually an endorphin 
hit too. Oh, totally. Totally. Like that somebody is. was that like yeah. maniacal. It was like, kind of big brotherish. Yes, it's yeah. so big brotherish. It's insane. So um, your kids are a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you feel like it's it gets easier as your kids get a little bit older, when they get more independent? I think it gets easier. I would say it's not less time consuming. They need right. you just as much, but just in different ways. Right. Um, I think. It, it, they do, they are more independent though. And that helps, but it's not like you have this big block of time where they're just going to play nicely together and, you know, do their own thing. So it's constant mom, she took me now my toy or mom, like he's hitting me or, you know, but the tantrums, the The tantrums tantrums get better. (laughs) They get, they do get better, but it's just different. It's just different. Mike left the house today at seven 45. And then when I spoke to him again at nine, he was like, so how many tantrums did I miss between seven 45 and nine? I was like, like, "Mm, probably five. five. I don't know. Fewer and farther between. I will say that they're, they're fewer and farther between and, but they can still be just as intense because those feelings are still there and they just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, my tantrums are intense too. <laughs> I yeah, I had a tantrum last night actually, which I'm not going to share, but I did have one, yeah. and I was like, I feel like I'm like my kids right now. Like uh-huh. I was just like, I was not feeling good, and I was mad, and I was like, I just want to go home. And like, but don't you feel yeah. like if you could just have that tantrum and just get it yes. out, you feel better? Yes. It's like when we hold it in that yes. makes it like you think you're resentful, and you take it out on other people, yes. and. No, but I mean, they still. Have, my seven-year-old tried to run away from home yesterday. He did. <laughs> yes. I don't even remember what it was. He was having a bad day, and he was like, "You don't care. This family doesn't love me. I'm going to find a new family." And so, when they get to a phase, they start like when they get to a certain age, they start like it changes. I so. can just. I <laughs> did that. I did that. I packed my oh, bag. Gosh. I remember I was like yes. around seven. And I, and I had a questionnaire that I'd created oh, to wow. ask people on the street who would be my family. <laughs> and I was walking up and down the street with a bag asking all the neighbors. And I wouldn't cross the street because I knew it was against the rules. And yeah. my dad was watching me. He was sitting on the mm-hmm. porch, like, just watching me mm-hmm. interview everybody. Um, and I'm, like, <laughs> like thinking about, like, that is, such, that is such a cool thing, though. Like, in hindsight, the fact that he just let me do that and didn't, like, tell me to come back or stop me Mm -hmm. just sat there for 30 minutes while I try to find a new family and then you know eventually got tired and came home but um well I think it's funny too that that's a timeless thing it is you know it's like the developmental phase when you realize like I don't need to be with these people these people are monsters right exactly (laughs) I'm like I want to say that to Iris you know what I want to run away from you (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna interview up and down the street um, well, we were saying a couple of weeks ago, like Iris said something and Stephanie was like, well, like, oh no, no, your mom my said mom. like, well, life isn't fair. Yeah. She was watching an old mm-hmm. home video and she was like, Stephanie was like, how messed up is that? Like, who says that? And I was like, oh, we all do. Like, yeah, I literally I just said that. Like, I say it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was, I was like four in the video and I was like, that's mm-hmm. not fair. My mom's like, nobody said life was fair, Stephanie. Yeah. You're going to learn that that's soon enough. That's the worst. truth. You start I mean. hearing <laughs> like, your, the stuff come out of your mouth. Just yeah. Like mm-hmm. Your parents. And, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, that's what. Okay, can we just take a brief detour to yeah. talk about Levi and the bear? Oh, sure. Because, so last time, I don't know if you guys um, heard about this bear situation, so. this saga. I, mean, I haven't talked to you in a little bit. Um, anyway. But you're familiar with his bear, I think. 
if you saw it, you'd be like, okay. oh, it's a stupid It's yeah. his appendage. Yeah, it's okay. Like, he uh-huh. lost it. And then Abby <gasps> decided to buy a new one and, like, get it shipped. But in the meantime, she Photoshopped a picture of Bear and a picture with all of his cousins, like, around the country. Oh. And, like, friends around the country and would, like, send it to Levi. And then, you um, like, record videos and be like, hi, Bear, I miss you. Come home. Okay, and we'd send it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, them. like, presented the box to him. And he opened it. You guys got to watch this video. It's just like the most pure expression of joy you've ever seen. And he just went nuts. He's like, bear, bear, screaming, like, like, running around in a so excited. I shared it. I actually was like, I'm surprised this hasn't gone viral. <laughs> I think it will. I think it will. It doesn't matter. Um, I just wanted to share it with friends and stuff because yeah. his reaction is priceless. It's priceless. But like, you know, the thing is, I was thinking... In that situation, you didn't say, sorry, it's not fair. You did that That's totally true. amazing thing, which I which I sort of hate you for. Because uh, well, if it were me, I would have said, hey, you know what? It's you tough. Lost it. This is your first okay. heartbreak. You're going to have many. <laughs> this is this is how it goes, kiddo. Keep up with your stuff. <laughs> sorry. You know? Yeah. Bear's gone. Never I coming back. I do, though. I usually Bear is like, dead. Bear's dead. Bear's dead. Bear um, is move on no from Bear. <laughs> Let's find a new something. So sorry. That's what I thought he would just get over it. Like, and, and he sort of did. And then all like, then it was like every morning is like, where's bear. So it was almost like a relief for me to get a new bear. Like, so I was like, mm. I don't want to keep telling you. Like, it's I also don't know bear is. great. Cause like, you'll be able to ho- be able to hold it against him one day, which is really how I think of, of a lot of things. Yeah. You'll be able to be like, Hey, I was this great mother who did this one. crazy thing <laughs> one, one time. time, but you can use it and pretend like this is how you were all the time. That's right. Think big picture. Abby. Or he'll go to like, therapy because like I lied to him about his bear and that's probably what's <laughs> or what if bear number one shows up that's what somebody posted like it like Jack is like because Jack was a part of it too kind of but it was sort of hard to include him and um and then somebody posted on my Facebook like Jack's like what the I threw bear I chopped bear up and like bear <laughs> into the yard <laughs> bear's like totally bloody in a ditch yeah, somewhere Jack's like uh <laughs> I amputated his arms and legs. I have no idea where he is. That is Jack sabotaged it. I would not be surprised because he seemed to to be talking. Like Bear was in the garbage, and I was like, Mm. we were like, what do you mean he was in the garbage? So he has that like glare in his eye. He's like, I was homicidal to Bear, (laughs) (laughs) but it was fun. He'll start getting ransom notes. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I want to like so. So what do you, okay, yeah. I have a question. Okay, good. So what do you guys, like, we always like to ask parents about their philosophy, like wh- how That's they, good. how they parent, like what, like if you were going to do that really annoying thing when somebody's pregnant and you're going to be like, listen, lady, let me tell you how to do this. What would you say? Like our philosophy is uh, being mediocre, except for this bear situation, Once which obviously <laughs> I will never li- let you live this down, Abby. You've betrayed the brand. <laughs> um, so what do you guys oh, think? Like, what's your philosophy on all of this? I don't, you know, I'll say for me, one of the most important things with, for me, for my kids is freedom. I had a ton of freedom. I was, you know, the product of hippies. You know, I grew up in a geodesic dome on 75 acres of, you know, wilderness. Where? In Michigan. (laughs) So for me, I mean, I had one of those childhoods where I could run out the back door. I could run into the woods. And my parents didn't always know where I was, you know, where I was. And they, I don't 
know if they cared sure. so much. You <laughs> know, like, it was, goodness, yeah, good. she's busy. She's doing something. She's enjoying nature. You she's know? exploring. And I had two sisters yeah. that, you know, so we played together a lot. And But, you know, it's harder doing that when you're in an urban environment like we are. Yeah. And so, you know, even just Connor running away the other day and him going out the back gate, I was like, oh, my gosh. So freak. So you literally went out. Oh, yes. He was out the back door, (laughs) out the backyard. Um, So, you know, for me, it's just trying to give them those experiences where they feel free, where they feel like they can run and explore and not have those constraints of, you know, oh my gosh, is something going to happen? Time and is, space. Yeah, and fear. Do you, you know? do you um, provide those experiences? Like, do you pave the way for those kinds of things to happen? We try to travel a lot, and I think that's a big part of it. Um, you know, just seeing other places and getting out into nature, whether it's, you know, the Arboretum or just even, like, the, the pool or a lake right, yeah. or, you know, just having that freedom where you're okay running off the side of the pool and jumping in and not feeling like I've got to wait. I've somebody's got to be there. It's got, you know, like yeah. those kind of things. Yeah. I just want that freedom for them. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the biggest thing. I feel like that's kind of hands off. Like, yeah, it's not, sure. definitely yeah. not hands off. Like you don't care. It's hands mm-hmm. off. Like, Hey, go do right. allow them. Well, I yeah. think the flip side of that too is, is like, then there's the affection part too. Yeah. give affection freely and a lot. And I think that that those two things combined uh, for me, I think has worked pretty well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think mine really is just don't be too hard on yourself. I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. a type of person that's super hard on myself. You know, Mm -hmm. if my kids get upset, then it's like, what did I do wrong? And it's, you know, sometimes you have to sit back and it's like, it's not, you know, you or, you know, this is just the way it goes. So for me, it's just been a just a learning experience just with each kid each kid has a different personality so you know just kind of sitting back and enjoying it because I think sometimes we you know try to force things and we miss stuff and so that's yeah I think just don't be hard on yourself it's easy to be hard on yourself but I think just enjoy the time you have with them and um yeah do you feel like since you've had them you've done better at being less harder on yourself absolutely as opposed to like oh my gosh it's just gotten compounded and yes for sure my kids have taught me so much yeah definitely yeah I mean you can't yes I I totally feel that way I feel like you yeah less hard on yourself because you realize you can't control anything like you can't you literally can't it's like okay well I'm going to release this this fallacy that I had in my head that I'm in charge because I'm yeah. not yeah. and I'm going to just let whatever happens happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. realize that they're kids. They're their own person. The they're not like you. They're not like your husband. They're not like anybody else. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of let them, you know, experience things. They, they need to experience the way they need to experience it and kind of support that. And sometimes that's hard to do because you want to, you feel like they should do it this way or not this yes. way. And it's like, yes. you know, you have to take a step back and remind yourself, they're their own person. You have to let them experience this the way they need to. Yeah. Yeah. I heard one of the women who worked with me this week, she said the greatest quote. She said, um, the trouble with raising an independent woman is that you then have to raise an independent woman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And That's I was like, so oh my God, that is so right. I get the things I get so frustrated with about her is because she's doing the things I want her to do, which is standing up for herself, voicing her opinion, you know, having some kind of like opinions about everything, you know? (laughs) I mean, and I'm like, 
no, she's very much like me. She's very much like me. I want her to stop being like me and more like her father. Unfortunately, that (laughs) didn't shake out that way. But, um, yeah, so it's sort of like that push and pull of, of like being really proud that she's that way, Mm -hmm. but that stuff is like drives me insane. And then I have to check myself and I have to be like, no, this is good. This is going to help her in her future, even Mm -hmm. though it makes me want to. I don't drink. know how I do with it. <laughs> drink do a lot. You have a, what, do you have a girl and a boy, Haley? Or you yes, have, you I, do. Okay. Mm-hmm. My four-year-old's a boy. My two-year-old's a girl. That I, I don't know yeah. how I would do with a girl based on that. Like, yeah. But it must be interesting to see, you know, the one and then be like, am I treating the girl any differently or am I? Because yeah. you probably do and you probably don't even realize that you Absolutely. do. My husband tells me all the time that I treat her differently really? than my son. Yeah. Like, like I definitely way? think I'm harder on my son than I am my daughter for whatever reason. I don't know. But like about everything or just like emotionally, st- like, like, st- like, is it more with him? Like the stop crying or, or, you know, I mean, is yeah, it like that I stuff? Think so, but I think I, I think I did that to him raising him because I was always, you know, right there. And when, when things were wrong and if he fell, you know, I was like, Oh my gosh, are you okay? And with, you know, with my daughter, I'm just like, suck it up. It's yeah. okay. You're fine. And she like, you, you know, she falls and has two bloody knees and she's still riding her bike. And my son would do the same thing. And he's, you know, he's just very much, it's the first child. Yes. It's the first child. Yeah. Syndrome. It's either yeah. that or like for the personalities, I don't know, but yeah, I'm definitely harder on him. And I, I don't know, not, treat them differently but i handle situations differently with them yeah it's so, interesting too it's, like because abby you have twins so like nobody was first yeah so but i always I hear like treat the f- them differently i think you well because they have such distinct just, personalities yeah, so different and that's a part of it right like you they are different yeah. you act different you're that different. nurture yeah, nature you're, yeah, what yeah. is it it's and you one. respond yes. differently to each personality yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And one is more Definitely. like you, and so you kind of, like, get it, that one better, and the other one, you're yeah, like, why, why, why are you doing that? You're annoying <laughs> me. You have no names. I like that's no exactly names. what it is. <laughs> no names. <laughs> <laughs> or one is like your husband, and yeah, so you're right. like, God, every time you do that thing. <laughs> like, Go to your dad. <laughs> This was a lovely um, conversation. Yeah, well, yeah. did you guys share everything you wanted to share? Because about like, your like about your biz, wanted just to hear yeah. all about like everything in your That's lives so, in general. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Where can they find out about more about? Yeah, um, they back can go after. to backafterbaby.com. Um, they can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if people have like questions and stuff like that about the program, they can find mm-hmm. there's like a whole FAQ and all that good yep. stuff. FAQ is on the website and then they can reach us at hello at backafterbaby.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, way to go. This was super fun to Such talk to you pleasure. guys. And I feel like I, I'm glad that you're doing this because it does feel like nobody talks about a lot of this stuff. And I don't know why, because we're all embarrassed. Because women are terrible and, are and ter- Handmaid's think, Tale. And they think that they need to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, we think we have to be perfect. Yeah. Well, we kind of are like superhero moms day to day, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Amen to that. President Trump. Okay, we'll see you guys <laughs> later. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye. You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter at Hands Off Parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands Off Parents. 
is Steph and Abby. Um, Mail camp.